Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Boy, that Evan is a jerk. You know what I'm thankful for in sports? Not Evan, but I didn't have a chance to give thanks at the Thanksgiving dinner table, so we're using Monday as my sports thanks platform. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up! Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Here's one of the downsides of Thanksgiving. One of the few, because I'm not one of those people that craps all over Thanksgiving food. All of these, look at me, Louis, on Twitter, who want to say, well, actually, mac and cheese is overrated. Oh, you don't eat turkey any other time of year. Stop it. Stop it. That trend died about five years ago. You don't like Thanksgiving, don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but stop telling me about it on Twitter, you hacks. It's Thanksgiving rules. But one of the few downsides is that there's so many sports, big, massive sports Things that happen post-Thanksgiving during Thanksgiving weekend. So you can't properly give thanks. So you have to go with the my family, my kids, my job, my home, all that. But nothing's happened in sports yet. So you can't give your proper sports thanks. So damn it, that's what we're doing today. After Thanksgiving, we're giving sports thanks. Ken Levick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app. And on your smart speaker, and a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the overcast and suddenly comfortable Intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And here for a couple of minutes before he has to go back to the Palm Beach <laughs> County Courthouse, in downtown West Palm Beach, it is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, who is, and I am not joking about this, what I'm about to convey to everybody is absolute truth, uh, Theo Dorsey is here during his lunch break from jury duty. That is that is not a lie, and Theo needs to be back around 1220. Yes. Uh, he has not been called for a case yet. Even though if, if, <laughs> if I'm late for jury duty, what are they going to do, dock my pay? Am I going to get fired? Well, I think they could actually punish you via the law. <laughs> like you're not going to be there for jury duty. You're going to be there while they're waiting to to formulate a jury for you. I got. Do I at least get to select my jurors from my peers? Then can I go I, pick through? That sir the is assembly? not how it works. Now, what I would say too, if I were a gambling man, Stone is. Maybe he can put odds on sure. this. If you're in a group of jurors and you have not yet been called on the Monday after Thanksgiving, and we're already past noon Eastern time, there's a good chance that you are going to sit and sit and sit and not actually be a part of a jury selection. (laughs) That's what sucks about the whole process is I've been there since 8 a.m. It is freezing cold in Uh there. As it always is. And and nobody warned me about that. They told me all these things in the letter they sent in the mail. One of the notes on the letter should have been, hey, 
It's really cold in the courthouse. Bring a jacket. Yeah. So, yeah, it sucks. What's good? He used yeah. to live in Houston. He used to live in Texas. And there, when you're a juror in Texas, there's a good chance one out of every three cases is you're determining the death penalty. Yeah. So, at least in <laughs> Florida, in Florida, you're able to relax a little bit. It's a little more low yeah. key. One out of every four in Florida. Yeah, one out of every four. Exactly. <laughs> so I've, uh, had, I've, I've had some time to think about if you're going to get called or not. I'd give it plus 250. To plus plus 250. 250 is the line you're probably looking at. I like those odds on the, uh, on the, other side of it because also there's been three groups called and they said there might be four so if that fourth group what happens if the fourth group gets called and i'm on lunch and i'm like not well, there that's a i mean they're gonna wait till you get back oh you're from right lunch no, yeah you're right. now yeah. now the last time i had jury duty i did not get called at all and they let me go by like one o'clock and that was it so that's nice. i'll see you next year um uh, or whenever my time comes again how many times have you been called i just wonder I've, I've had three jury duties uh here in the state of florida one in miami dade and then two in broward county now my one in miami dade uh they brought me in brought my group in and i didn't want to be there i'm like oh this sucks i'm missing a day of work like whatever this is lame but then i was legitimately offended after i didn't get chosen for the jury <laughs> i wanted to be a part of the american legal system yeah. damn it I'm kind of worried about that too because my I wanted feelings to deliver will get hurt. justice. Yeah, yeah, like I want to be able to walk in there and say not guilty. Yeah, like something or, or, or be guilty. A, be a foreman yeah. and hand the yeah. piece of paper to the to the 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 I don't know what what do they call the the officer that's oh, in there? Oh, I just heard it because they kept they showed us the, the movie. bailiff bailiff. The bailiff. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And there's <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the guy. people's court. There's so many uh, there's so many terminology things I'm starting to get up on. Hey game, man, like maybe maybe you will get called. You but never you know, know what my dream is, and I don't want to spend too much time on jury duty here because I got to go got, back got, to it. You got like 30 seconds yeah. before you got to go. My dream is that do uh, you know how like the the lawyers pick out the jurors? They're like, oh, I want this guy or I don't want yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah. I want one of the lawyers to be like, oh, we really want this guy. Hell yeah. Sound judgment. This guy is right Upstanding down the middle. Upstanding member of the community. Yeah. Now, there's that. a good chance, though, the defense attorney does not want an upstanding mm. member of the community. Mm, so I need right. to play both sides. Yeah, the defense attorney, depending on what the, <laughs> the case is, the defense attorney wants some scumbag who's going to feel sympathy for okay. his scumbag client. So I can't show my cards if I want to be selected. No, no, you've got to be very, uh-huh. very innocuous. Okay. I don't think you, you're dressed professional. <laughs> Ma- maybe, that's, maybe that's why they, no, they haven't brought you in No, yet. it's because he's an everyday man. Man. He's wearing a Sports yeah. Illustrated t-shirt. He's just a man of the people. I'm trying to show that I'm yeah. common. I'm like, if he walks in in a suit, they're like, "Oh, look at that hoity-toity." <laughs> he's ready elitist. to put somebody in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the oh. prosecutor will be like, "Sign him up." Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> I want that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Thanksgiving to me, it presented a little bit of of a, a quandary this year because, and I guess most years for that matter, but you're at the dinner table, right? and you're surrounded by your family. Some Thanksgiving gatherings are larger than others. Mine is always small. It's my immediate family. It's my wife. It's my two daughters. It's abuela. It's abuelo. And we have a very good Thanksgiving, very low-key, and we all say what we're thankful nice. for. So my four-year-old's like, uh, I'm thankful for my toys. All right, fine. She'll learn. Like, it's <laughs> fine. She's, she's very materialistic, very, yeah. very selfish, if I, if I may say so myself. Well, it's a stamp on the mother and father that bought the toys, at least. That's, yeah, that's true. You're part of that process. That's right. true. That's yeah. true. So thank you, baby. Much appreciated. The six-year-old, she sort of has gotten the memo that you got to say family. And so she said, I'm thankful for my family. Mm. Uh, same, Similar uh, chorus 
from Abuelo and Abuelo and my wife. And and my wife actually thanked herself for being such a good cook wow. on Thanksgiving as well. Love I thought that, that was move. a power she move. She did that. Yeah, that was a power wow. move on her part. And I said, damn it, I respect you. Um, wow, and then I said, dope. And I, I did the, the typical, like, glad to have family around, uh, glad right. that we can get together. And But what I was thinking in the back of my mind is, is Zeke going to run for a first down here? Mm. What I was thinking was, what are the Dolphins going to look like on Sunday? What I'm thinking is, FAU, can they beat Western Kentucky? What about Michigan-Ohio State? The game. But I can't bring those up because then my family's going to be like, "What? your mind's not in the right place. But mm. that's what I really, truly am caring about on Thanksgiving weekend. Like, fine, Thursday's great. The dinner's great. But then there's the whole damn weekend. You got the Egg Bowl. Ooh. You had the Egg Bowl a couple hours after Come I on. ate dinner. I can't give thanks for anything because I don't know what happened in the Egg Bowl. <laughs> so now this is the time. This is the time now that Thanksgiving weekend has completed where we can give proper sports thanks for what happened during Thanksgiving weekend from Thursday through Sunday. It's a big old long weekend. What is the sports thanks you want to pass along that you could not do at the Thanksgiving dinner table because it hadn't yet happen and because Theo needs to get back to jury duty and again <laughs> this is a very real thing right now on this, this dumb radio show this, this is, is not a bit. bit he needs to get back in his car <laughs> and go over to the Palm Beach County Courthouse to see if he gets selected for jury duty what would you love to give your sports thanks to now that we have seen everything play out over the course of the weekend I've got to give my sports thanks directly to Mario Cristobal and those Miami Hurricanes for not becoming bowl eligible <laughs> and and I know it sounds backhanded. <laughs> Thank and, you for quitting. But I'm so I'm I'm not kidding at all. I, last thing I wanted to see was them to somehow slip out a win against Pitt, go to some bowl game that they have no business going to, and then getting blown out by a group of five team or something like that. So save us the embarrassment of another game of watching a just a mundane offense in a team that's obviously going to lose. It is abundantly clear that this team quit on Mario Cristobal a long time ago. Middle Tennessee. It had to be like yeah. midway through the oh, Middle Tennessee God. State game. And so fine, you beat Virginia, but that was one of the worst football <laughs> games ever played <laughs> no, no, I in think the history of the, the sport. Yeah. It, it, uh, might be the <laughs> it was as bad as you're ever going to find. I, I don't know... If if Miami, if they got bowl eligible, what bowl would they go to? We're going to the Hula Bowl. Like the Fenway the, Bowl is something I, I heard floated out well, there. If I'm the Fenway Bowl, I'm saying bleep that. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> if, if I'm the Music oh. City Bowl, I'm saying bleep that. I don't even think that they are would be good enough to I, be in the Music City Bowl. That's the question. Speaking of bowl eligibility, so going to the I, Mobile I, Bowl. So I, you know, I show up to Hard Rock Stadium. This is a night game. So you on were Saturday. working on Saturday. I was working on Saturday. I'm excited. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> These guys are playing for bowl eligibility. Like, <laughs> like, like this attendance should be okay. Well, we get in that meeting, right? The boss is coming. We got our pre-shift meeting going on. He reads off the attendance. He goes, as far as the student section tonight, guys, expect less than forty. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and there were less than 40. Oh, there were, there were less 12. than 40 students there. Tyler Van Dyke was right the entire time. <laughs> he said, expect less than about 40 kids. We're not running the buses from campus. None of the kids signed up, and oh, they're still on Thanksgiving break. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So we are, I did not know yeah. this. So we are breaking news here on Ken LeVick Alive. <laughs> yeah. according, according to Stone Lebanowitz's yep. boss at Hard Rock Stadium, there were zero, count them, zero, <laughs> zero signups. 
for <laughs> Miami students to get on the bus from campus and to come to the Canes oh. pit game with bowl eligibility on the line. Zero. Zero students. They didn't run a single bus right. from campus in Coral Gables to Hard Rock Stadium. That is incredible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Canes fans, Mario Cristobal's first year. I've never heard of this. Mario Cristobal, the guy you spent just millions money. millions of dollars on and a brand new AD mm. from Clemson with a booster who has millions at his disposal. And the year ends with, count them, zero students signing up to get on the student bus to go from campus to Hard Rock Stadium. The Canes, Prime after time. year one of Mario Prime Cristobal, <laughs> are poverty. And then they kept going to the attendance. <laughs> and he said as far as tickets sold, around 20,000. And whenever there's tickets sold, oh, that man. is not the number of fans that show up and put their butts in the seats. So 20,000 tickets sold, twenty to 25,000. Yeah, there had to have been about 12,000 people there. That's right. Yeah, my wife said there was about 12,000 people there. Yep. And there was like no one there after halftime. Nope. This student thing, that thing. That's big. Holy Jesus, man. Now, I don't know if there were zero assignments, but obviously not enough for them to even Dude, fill the, the gas buses. tank no. and run the bus. No, exactly. There were there were so few student <laughs> right. signups. They didn't run a single <laughs> bus for an ACC game. It's not like this was, uh, I don't know, Southern uh, Miss, Savannah Bethune State yeah. Yeah. or Kennesaw State. It was yeah. for bowl eligibility. This was for bowl eligibility against Pitt. Against Pitt. And they didn't run a single bus because no student signed up to go to the game. So I'm thankful Could they you, don't put a story again. That is a great one. Theo is thankful that the Canes quit. Yes. That yes. is his post-Thanksgiving <laughs> thanks. Can I give thanks. a preemptive thanks right quick sure. before I leave for jury sure, duty? Sure, sure, sure. I would be thankful if they turned on the damn heat at the Palm Beach County there Courthouse. Go. All right? So as I go there back go. in there, somebody, if you're listening to ESPN 106.3 yeah. right now, turn the heat on. I am freezing my tail off. Just if you could, because Theo's doing his constitutional duty, and I need him to be comfortable. We'd like him to be comfortable. We appreciate you over there at the Palm Beach County yes. Courthouse. You do a great job. Beautiful building, by the way, properly imposing. Beautiful building. <laughs> and, and Theo, uh, if we could, let's just... Turn down the AC a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I need to be able to, if, I, if I'm going to be sound-minded and make a really good judgment here, I need to be at least comfortable. I do, do it for the Constitution, <laughs> if anything, okay? Theo, thank 1776, you. 1776, baby. <laughs> go, America. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, America first, says Theo Dorsey. So Theo's going to go over to the Palm Beach County Courthouse and complete his jury duty obligations. And again, if you're scoring at home, that was 13 minutes of Theo Dorsey of WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, who now departs us to go to jury duty. Well worth it. Well worth it. Uh, and, and I still, and we're going to talk plenty about the Canes as we get on through the show because I have plenty of, of thoughts. I, I didn't realize, though, I knew there were no students there. I didn't realize that they didn't run a single bus, though. I didn't even realize that was a thing because no students signed up. Wow. He said 40, and I'm not kidding you. There was maybe 15 kids in that student section. We're talking, we're talking to 8 o'clock kickoff in Miami Gardens. Like, but they didn't run a single bus. Like nope. 40 showed up under their own volition. <laughs> under they found a way. Maybe yes. they Ubered. Correct. Maybe they got a ride with a buddy. I don't know. Or it was the nerdy non-drinkers, and they drove themselves. Yeah, right. I mean, right, right. I, who knows? But like, oh, Let's go watch some college football. Uh, sure. But it was, uh, it was pretty devastating to see in person. You know what's even worse, though? Is and I'm not bagging on the students because they made the right decision not to go. That was a death march, like almost every other home game this year. 
for Miami and certainly an ACC play. <laughs> that's a good way to that's a good way to word it. It was actually. a death march. It, it was a Thanksgiving death march. It was legitimately a death march. Like yeah. they knew what they were getting into as players. A lot of the players said, and this came out from Manny Navarro, a guy who covers Miami the Herald. Or the athletic, one of the two. <laughs> he said that there were rumors going around that kids in the locker room were saying that they don't want to win this game because they don't want to travel with this team. They don't want to go to a bowl game. Like, they want the season to end. Boy. Holy Which Lord. is real stuff. I guarantee. I mean, I know locker rooms talk like that. I know how kids are. There are kids who are going to hit the portal. We're oh already prepared for that. Oh, my God. But they're saying they don't even want to go play in a bowl game. No, but you're right. This will be a quick fix. <laughs> I, I mean, is that fixable? Jesus. That's That's... I mean, deep-seated culture, and I'm not sure that a drill sergeant approach is what actually fixes that. Yeah, and then you and it's your, a drill sergeant approach from Mario. No doubt about it. And now you oh got quarterback God. problems. You major quarterback problems. Yep. I cannot believe, I cannot believe that we are living in a world where, and I'm as guilty as anybody because I talked a lot of bleep about Florida State. I talked a lot of bleep about Mike Norvell. I consistently called him living, breathing white bread. Okay? That's right. I mean, I did it constantly. Um, I made fun of them for making shirts 4th and 14 after they squeaked by Miami last year. Um, but I, all I can do is eat my words. They shoved it up my backside. I mean, Mike Norvell, what a job he's done. Florida State is now back to light. It's not even close. They are light years ahead of Miami. Light years ahead of Miami. There was a brief lull, and Mike Norvell has brought Florida State back. Meanwhile, we're on year 22 of, are the Canes back? Like, I, I, oh. I, cannot, I cannot believe how much better Florida State is now than even what they were before the season, at least what I believe them to be. And Jordan Travis, if he stays... That's a Heisman candidate. Jordan Travis is elite. He is a Heisman candidate. They're going to end the season within that top 15 range. Yes, yeah, so that puts you in that Heisman race if you're willing to. He is better than Anthony Richardson. Come on. And Anthony come Richardson on. was, oh, what a freak. A Heisman favorite before the season. Had that big game against Utah. Jordan Travis, he is light years ahead of Anthony Richardson. Yeah, but he's way past Anthony Richardson. He's playing top 10, top 12 level in all of college football right now. Like, they went and beat up on an SEC team. It was really, really impressive from Florida State. Really impressive from Mike Norvell. And then here we are over here. I, I look like a jackass. I'll admit it. I'm, I'm more than good enough to admit it. Mike Norvell has made me look like a blithering, festering dumbass. Florida State's so good. And he is such a good coach. And Jordan Travis is a Heisman favorite going into next year if he plays next year. You know how you know you're really back. And, and I saw this on Twitter, and I absolutely loved it, and I agreed with it. So the Rams, the uh, Instagram page that the somebody runs for the Rams, you know, they usually take pictures. You see it all the time with FAU when players are getting on the team flight mm -hmm. to wherever they're traveling. Well, they said, you know how you know you're back when NFL players – bust out the gear from the closet. Yeah, because they're proud of you again. Yeah. Cam Akers. Derwin James. And, oh, Derwin James. Was decked out from yeah. head to toe yeah, yeah, yeah. in some of that Feel garnet it. and gold. And it's like, hey, like he's proud of the boys. Like That gives the team a lot of confidence. Mm -hmm. They're totally back. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, so, again, when you're giving thanks at the Thanksgiving table on Thursday, nothing overly appreciable in sports has happened yet. you got to wait for the weekend for everything to take place before you can safely give your thanks. And so that's what we're doing 
on this Monday on Ken LeBicca Live. Theo says he is thankful to the Canes for quitting so they don't go to the Omaha-Nebraska Bowl. He is very, <laughs> very thankful that the Canes quit so there's no more Canes football this year. With Thanksgiving over, who or what gets your sports thanks from the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. With Thanksgiving over, who or what gets your sports thanks from the weekend? I want to focus on a local guy. He was put into an impossible situation this year with a franchise that can't get out of its own way, with a franchise that even when they do something transcendent, when they make history, when they go get an elite talent, they make themselves look absolutely abhorrent. And that's the Cleveland Browns. Jacoby Brissett, the Dwyer product, someone who has done nothing but represent Palm Beach County, the 561, extremely well oh, yeah. in his high school career his college career, his NFL career, he was brought into a situation in Cleveland where he knew that he was going to be the placeholder for an alleged monster. Like, not monster as in tearing it up on the football field, but monster as in probably should have had criminal proceedings levied against him as a serial sexual assaulter. So, Jacoby Brissett gets brought into Cleveland. He went into the weekend... With three wins under his belt. It's been rough for the Browns. He doesn't have a ton to work with with that offense. Kevin Stefanski, it is arguable that he's going to be back next year as the Cleveland Browns head coach, in my opinion. But Jacoby Brissett, as he always has, approached everything like a pro. And in fact, Jacoby Brissett on Friday, meeting with media in Cleveland before yesterday's matchup with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I thought put everything very, very well. And I thought was extremely mature in how he summed up his near end to his Brown starting career. I signed up for this. I knew what, what I was getting myself into. I knew this wasn't going to be an easy task. I didn't sign up for easy. You know, I wasn't brought here for easy. Uh, and, and I knew I was the right per- person for it, and I still believe that I am. Uh, I think I showed, I've shown that. Uh, so, yeah, excited for this one. I mean, that's as simple. It is. And as uplifting as you're going to get. I signed up for this. I didn't sign up for easy. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I still think it's a job I can do. I'm excited for Sunday. I mean, that's just the perfect outlook. It's the perfect outlook. And it's worded enough to not allow questions to keep going. You're right. Or, or as far as to pit him up against Deshaun Watson. He's like, not it's a just dummy. so well done. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett is not a dummy at all. And then what happens? Jacoby Brissett goes out. And he beats the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady and all, his former mentor in New England, 23-17 to in overtime, including an absolute nails throw to David Njoku in the back of the end zone with 14 seconds left to go in regulation. And then Chubb ends it with a touchdown run in overtime. And the Browns in the Jacoby Brissett finale before Deshaun Watson takes the reins against his former team, the Houston Texans, next week. Jacoby Brissett, what a walk-off. And after the game, it got a little R-rated, but I thought this was an awesome display of emotion from Jacoby Brissett. Well, I mean, it's in no disrespect, uh, but in the words of Tom Brady, that was f***ing awesome. That was awesome. That is bleeping awesome. 
says Jacoby Brissett. I am thankful for that guy because he's not a pro bowler. He's probably never going to uh, play in a Super Bowl. He's not going to lead a team to a deep playoff run. He's really, for the rest of his NFL career, a placeholder. I think the signing Jacoby Brissett to be full-time startership has sailed, but Jacoby Brissett is clearly, and he's proved it, a guy you want in your locker room for situations like this. And honestly, I say that about being a starter in the NFL, but there are maybe 12 quarterbacks that he is better than, that he should be starting over in the NFL right now. I am thankful for Jacoby Brissett for representing this area extremely well and for being an overall top-notch summit of the mountain professional. Yeah, but there's something in Jacoby Brissett that makes you believe that he wants to be the starter on whatever team that he's on. We saw it with Tua. We see it right now. Like He kind of feels like he did enough to be the starter of this team, or at least you get the sense when he speaks. Can there are 10 teams, you just mentioned it, 10, 12 teams, quarterbacks that he's better than them, he can play for right now, the Jets would love to bring him on. There are plenty of teams that could take this guy right now. So it, it, it's a tough pill to swallow. I, I don't necessarily think he would say he's a placeholder. He's a confident That's a good guy. Call. That's a good call. And he said, I still think I can do the job. Right. I mean, he's confident. And things are going to get real weird if Deshaun Watson goes out there. Goes out there and screws the pooch, honestly. There's, there's, there's going to be a lot of questions asked of what's going on. I haven't heard a human being say screw the pooch in about seven years. That was really fun. I'm glad that that happened. Um, so I'm thankful. I'm giving my weekend sports thanks to Jacoby Brissetta. I, it would have been weird if at the Thanksgiving table, as I say, I'm thankful for my I two beautiful children. Died. I am thankful for my wife. I am thankful for all that we have. And I'm also thankful for Jacoby Brissett and the job he has done with the Cleveland Browns, my wife would have been like, what in the bleep are you talking about? What are you doing? But now, I am thankful for Jacoby Brissett for being a great hometown kid. By the way, friend of show, has made a couple of appearances on Ken Levick Alive, and damn it, that guy is a pro. With Thanksgiving over, who or what gets your sports thanks from the weekend? 888-760-760. 3776-888-760-3776. Theo Dorsey said the Canes for quitting. He's thankful that the Canes quit on Mario Cristobal, got blown out by Pitt, and won't have to play in a bowl game. He is thankful that he doesn't have to see the Canes play football again until 2023. I am thankful for Jacoby Brissett for just being a damn professional. What about you? With Thanksgiving over, who or what gets your sports thanks from the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, Stone, you were all over oh, yeah. the area. You had a little Martin County Thanksgiving. You had a little Broward County Thanksgiving. With a couple of stops in between, you were all over the place on Thursday. For sure, yeah. Plenty of different dinners. You know, you had first lunch, second lunch, pre-dinner, post-dinner. I had all the, all, definitely had all the stops. Enjoyed a lot of football, though. Yeah. Enjoyed yeah. a lot of football. A lot of football. But you, you couldn't, you could not give thanks to anything because you didn't know results of anything. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, even at your, your fourth or fifth Thanksgiving mm-hmm. stop. So now coming off of the weekend, you've consumed all of this football. You've even consumed all of this, well, football in Qatar. 
maybe that comes into play. Uh, maybe there's NBA in play. But for you, what are you thankful for now that you've seen the result and you're able to finally give your Thanksgiving weekend sports thanks? Ken, I am thankful that Tua Tungavailoa leads the league, leads the league in total QBR. I am thankful that he leads the league in QBR versus man coverage and zone coverage. Oh my God. He is the best QBR under pressure and in the pocket and outside the pocket, also in the red zone. The best QBR in the fourth quarter and on third downs. I am thankful that he is now neck and neck in this MVP race and football is completely back at Hard Rock Stadium, minus the Hurricanes. But these Dolphins, man, 8-3 and three atop of the AFC East right now. Like, I think we can breathe as Dolphins fans. Like, this isn't a joke anymore. No, like, they're real. They're real. Now we, They are real. We can't breathe, though, because the toughest three-game stretch that any NFL team has over the next three weeks is what the Dolphins have, where it's at the 49ers, at the Chargers, at the Bills. Uh-oh! But there's no doubt that the Dolphins are real. Even if they go 0-3 through that stretch, they are still real. They still have then the opportunity down the home stretch, get into the playoffs, and then they can be a major pest in the postseason. Now, um, Tua is awesome. Tua is an MVP candidate. We would say it maybe in jest four or five weeks ago or say, oh, he's putting up some MVP caliber numbers. But we are now into week 13 of the NFL season after Monday Night Football concludes tonight. And watch at your own risk as the Colts take on the Steelers. Okay, you enjoy that. I'll, I'll tune in here and there, but I am not giving it 60 minutes of my attention. Okay, but we are heading into week 13 to a tongue of Iowa. It's not just MVP numbers now. He's an MVP candidate. He's in the discussion. He's in the race. Dan Orlovsky, you can say, you can say, oh, Ken Stone, you're being homers. You guys don't know anything about ball. You don't know anything about Patrick Mahomes. You're always disparaging Josh Allen, which is not true. At all. At all. Like we have great respect for him. A little picky right now. Little interception-y right now. And did he really have to 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 fall into Stefan Diggs' arms? Uh, after beating the Lions, I didn't see Tua doing that to Tyreek Hill. Tua just went out and surgically carved them up in a close game. But I digress. Dan Orlovsky, if you don't believe me or Stone, Dan Orlovsky has Tua Tungavailoa in the MVP discussion. Not on the fringes, but in it. Like, in it, in it. Like, Tua could very well win the MVP. Here is Dan Orlovsky from uh, Get Up. I don't think there's a gap. Uh, I, 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 I like no that. Gap. I like that. It, okay. The, the, okay. The MVP race right that. now, although Micah Parsons hates it, the reality is it's a quarterback award right now, Bob. Right. Um, the MVP oh. race right now is a Patrick. three-man race. It's Patrick, it's Tua, and it's Jalen Hurts. What, what Jalen Hurts is doing in Philadelphia. Joe Burrow is race. ascending into that conversation. Do no not be shocked that Joe gets him back into that. this race right. with, with a month ago. Right. The way he's playing. Here's the thing with what Tua is doing. Oh, tell me. Patrick is playing at such a high level that every single week, Tua punches back. <laughs> like, every week that Patrick plays, we sit there and go, there's no way that someone's right. playing and he's good. What? Pa- Tua is. That's right. There's no way that like someone it. can match what Patrick Tua does. Like Body every blows. Week, Hits yesterday, back. He, uh, he played a half. Counter. He still played a half in the NFL because it was so obnoxious Hit him with the jab, Tua. that they were on offense. Yep. And the plays that they... The ball gets out of this dude's hands outrageously quick. Oh, my God. And for as great as Patrick is, and he's the guy that you have to go take it from, 
And unless he gives it up, it's going to be tough to go. But there's no big gap right now. Nope. There's no, we got you, you. Like, Patrick's playing at such a high level. Tua's playing at such a high level. Jalen Hurts is playing at such a high level. And I'm telling everybody, that in two weeks, Joe Burrow is going to be, it will be a four-person race. Is that the order you have it in right now, Dan? You, 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 you got Patrick, no. Tua, Jalen? I would probably, if I had to go one through four, I would go Patrick, Tua, Joe Burrow, Jalen. That would be the top four. Good enough for me. Good enough for me, sir. Dan Orlovsky has Tua second in the MVP race to Patrick Mahomes. Think about how profound that is is considering what Brian Flores tried to do to him and what the preseason conversation was around Tua Tungavailoa. Think about it. And now, it's not just that Dan Orlovsky has Tua second in the MVP conversation behind Dan Orlovsky. It's that there's no doubting it. It's all there. It's tangible. The numbers show it. The play shows it. The record shows it. The standings show it. There's no debate to be had. He is in the MVP race, and he's right near the top, if not at the top of the MVP race. Just for perspective, let's uh, rewind a few months back before the season, right? Who's chirping with Stephen Ross? Oh, yeah, that's Mr. Tom Brady. We would be grateful, like you said right now, like after Thanksgiving, you're asking, what are we giving thanks for? I'm giving thanks that, and this is funny that I'm saying it, and it's funny to hear it out loud, but... That we have Tua Tungavailoa under center more so than Tom Brady. Bro, like I'm thankful for that. Get this. In the last two years, the Dolphins flirted with two other quarterbacks while Tua Tungavailoa was on this roster and started another one that was on the roster initially in Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Dolphins had Ryan Fitzpatrick, who many thought when he was benched for Tua, he should have still had the Dolphins' starting job. The Dolphins flirted with Tom Brady. And the Dolphins flirted with, and Brian Flores actually wanted Deshaun Watson. And now, thank the sweet higher power who lives in the sky that the Dolphins have Tua. Think about that. Deshaun Watson and all that baggage. Tom Brady and all that age. Ryan Fitzpatrick and all that beard. Could have been any of those three. That was the preference from the head coach and or the owner of the Dolphins. And Tua made it through. He's on the other side. Yes. And he is an MVP candidate. And you would take him any day, snap of a finger, over any of those other three right now for a variety of reasons. There ain't no doubt about Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. Stone Lebanowitz is thankful for Tua putting up the numbers, being in the MVP race, legitimately in the MVP race, and not just, again, on the outside looking in or on the fringe or, hello, guys, peeking through. No, 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 he's there. He's there, and as Dan Orlovsky said, he's throwing punches at Patrick Mahomes every single week. Stone is thankful for Tua and Tua's talent and Tua's season. I am thankful for Jacoby Brissett, local guy who handled a terrible situation in Cleveland with a ton of class and got rewarded for it yesterday, beating Tom Brady in overtime before he gives way to a scumbag of a human being. With Thanksgiving over, who or what gets your sports thanks from the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. With Thanksgiving over, who or what gets your sports thanks 
from the weekend. 888-760-3776. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, this is a good time to tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has you handled when it comes to joint pain, when it comes to ankle foot pain. You need to see an expert in the field, and that's where Baptist Health Orthopedic Care comes in. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, as offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. We are a cornucopia of thanks on this Monday after Thanksgiving because of the dinner table. You haven't seen enough sports yet during the weekend to give your proper thanks. Now we've seen the full gamut of all the sports from Thursday through yesterday, who are you giving thanks to from the weekend? With Thanksgiving over, who or what gets your sports thanks from the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We'll take your calls when we come back. He's Stone Lebanowitz. Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Could you go ahead, Stone, and just tell me what, uh, or tell tell the masses what you told me in that break about your brother? Yeah, so my brother, who is a firefighter in Brevard County, he doesn't run, doesn't uh, do anything but work out, pump some iron. He he's uh, up. ripped up, jacked up. Yeah, he's cut up, so he signed up for a random marathon on Thursday. To uh, running it with my stepmother and ran it yesterday and ran uh, it in four hours and five minutes. Doesn't run, has never run before. What in the hell? Signed up Thursday and, and ran it in four hours and five so minutes. So your brother, who's a firefighter, so he's already he's in good shape. Great shape. But he signed up for a, a marathon on Thursday and ran it yesterday. Yeah. Which means there's been no training. He doesn't run. No he training. Just doesn't do cardio nope. other than, well, help the population. Right. And he ran a marathon in just over four hours. Mm-hmm. And he's still alive. <laughs> he lit, he survived the experience. He survived, yeah. He he said it was about halfway through. He definitely was feeling it, but wasn't like it was tap-out mode or anything. Oh, my God. He's a weirdo. Like, it... it he, and he's a good he's a good 215, 220. He, he, he's not light. He carries weight. And this was a full marathon. Full 26. marathon. 26.2. Full marathon. Full marathon. It takes me three months to train for marathons, and even then I get around mile 20, 21, and I start falling apart to get myself just under four hours. He was just over four hours and doesn't run at all and <laughs> signed up for it on Thursday. At all. Your brother is a complete psychopath. 100%. Like a complete psychopath. I, n- I know that. Oh, my God. I feel so inadequate right now. The, the smiles and everything after, I'm like, this is uh, this is a little weird. Is that, he a masochist? Does he enjoy pain? Does he like? <laughs> does he say, hey, Stone, hit me over the head with a two-by-four, and he likes it? Because that would explain a lot. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, uh, short answer, I would say yes. I would. Holy <laughs> mother of God. I've never heard of anything like that before. Yeah, it is freak behavior. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. 
He's still on the Bannowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka, uh, and we welcome you back from what we hope was a very, very pleasant Thanksgiving. Now get back to work. Uh, let me tell you about Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach in West Palm. They're back to work. They've been back to work. They have all the post-Thanksgiving deals for you right now at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. You go to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, and we understand it's the holiday season. Pocketbook's a little tight. I get it. I understand it. Um, but this is also a really good time to buy an automobile from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach because of the deals, because of the financing, and because of the fact there's a credit clinic on site. So if the credit is poor and you say, oh, I can't, I can't do this, there's no way they're going to laugh in my face. Some dealerships might, but pff, you think you're, you're going to go buy a car here, especially here in South Florida. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, they say, hey, sit down, let's get this figured out. We got creditors right here. Here's so-and-so, here's so-and-so. They are going to try and find someone to finance you and that automobile. Let's get it moving. Because they're always working for you at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. So easy to get to, so easy to find. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And check out that selection online before you go. Do your due diligence. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Palm Beach. Let's go to Glenn in Lake Worth. We are talking the post-Thanksgiving thanks that we're giving to our favorite sports figures or sports teams because you can't do it at the Thanksgiving table on Thursday. Nothing's yeah. happened yet. Glenn, who are you giving yeah. your thanks to on this Monday? Uh, good afternoon. Thank you so much. Uh, my biggest thanks would be, I don't know who it would be to though specifically, but I'm thankful that uh, Armstead, from what I last heard, is just a pectoral because I don't know if you saw oh, the O line after once he was gone. Oh my God, it yeah. was terrible. So yeah. hopefully, you know, I will give thanks preemptively that he'll be there for San Francisco because the O line without him versus San Francisco would be a disaster. It was not good. Glenn, appreciate Glenn, appreciate the call. I turned my mic off. I should probably just stick to the phone. Um, I was there yesterday. I saw all of that happen in person. Uh, so Taryn Armstead, according to Ian Rappaport, it is a a pec strain. It's not a tear. It's a strain. But it probably means there's no way he's playing against the 49ers next week. Probably means he's not playing against the Chargers. And maybe best case scenario is going to be he's back against the Bills. Yeah, that's not good news. But I did hear as far as that San Francisco game, and we saw it yesterday, Christian McCaffrey's pretty banged up. So is Jimmy G. So is Jimmy he G. He got hit low, and he's got some knee pain. Got some knee pain, and Christian McCaffrey, I think, if he doesn't play, that's a big loss because we know the motivation that Raheem Mostart and Jeff Wilson have taken on the San Francisco team right now. So if Christian McCaffrey's not playing, I think we're live. We can totally, like I'm confident saying that, that game's going to be very, very close. If not, the Dolphins have the edge. What what Stone is referencing is there is an article that is out there, and I'm going to find it. I saw it yesterday. There's an article out there that was written by a Bay Area-based writer um, where, at least in the tease on Twitter to the story, it certainly comes off as Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson uh, propping up Tua and disparaging Jimmy G. Yep. Now, Raheem Mostert took to Twitter to try and explain, hey, I talked up Jimmy G, too, but of course you wouldn't put that in the story. That was his tweet verbatim. Um, I have not read the full story. Um, uh, we will do a little story time together here on Ken Levick Alive. It's not going to help. 
It's definitely not going to help, and I'm not the biggest bulletin board guy, but the Dolphins, with this three-game stretch coming up, need all the help they can get. (laughs) And one thing that's not helping is going to be that story, and it's going to make Tua a target, and it's going to be really annoying and really dangerous uh, for uh, for the Dolphins as well. So, Taron Armstead. Doesn't look like, at least for the next two weeks, he's a go. I don't know that for certain, but just reading what the recovery time is for a a strained pec, and he's had this injury back earlier in his career in 2018, and he missed five weeks. So I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. But when he left the game yesterday, right before halftime, Tua started getting clobbered. They opened up the floodgates. Brandon Shell took over at left tackle, and it was, well... The Dolphins O-line a shell of its former self. Nice. It was not good at all. I mean, Tua was getting peppered. And then what was problematic is that as the Texans keep trying to crawl into the game, it looked like Tua might have to come back in for a little bit because Skylar Thompson did absolutely nothing. And Mike McDaniel, after the game, admitted, I was being way too aggressive for an offensive line where we were shuffling guys around and trying to get our footing. That's on me. Which, great. I'm glad he took responsibility <laughs> for that. But it made me feel no better about the upcoming three games of the offensive line's going to play like that. Yeah, but it made me feel a lot better about Skylar Thompson, right? Let's put the blame on the offensive line because he looked very unprepared coming into that game as if he was not going to play or yeah. see the field. Like, I, he didn't want to be out there. It's like, Skylar, bro, this was the Texans. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the worst teams that I have personally ever seen wearing an NFL logo. Of course there was a chance you're going to play yesterday, dude. He, you're right. He looked completely unprepared. But I'm not going to sit here and overanalyze a game where the Dolphins were up 30 to nothing at halftime. I'm not going to do it. Because I had a ton of Dolphins fans on Twitter yesterday annoying the all-living hell out of me. I don't feel good after that. I didn't feel good. I've never felt worse about a blowout. Shut up. Shut up. Because now what's happening is you're expecting the Dolphins to be perfect every week because you're so scared. You don't have the guts because you're so scared about the Bills. You're so scared about the Jets hanging in. You're so scared about the Chiefs. You're so scared about what's coming up on the schedule when in reality you have an 8-3 and three football team. You were up 30 to nothing at halftime. You had one defensive score in the first half. Should have had two. Tua had one of the most creative maneuvers in the backfield to set up a touchdown that we've ever seen from him. The Dolphins did whatever they wanted for 30 minutes of football, so shut up. The Bills literally had Josh Allen fall into the arms of Stephon Diggs in exhaustion <laughs> after beating the freaking Lions Thursday on Thanksgiving, and I don't see Bills fans uh, losing belief in that team. You're going to tell me that you were up 30 to nothing and it ended 30-15. to 15. You're going to feel bad about that? Dolphins fans, you better start getting the guts because if you thought that was maddening yesterday, just wait until the next three weeks and uh, tell me what sort of fortitude you're going to need to survive that, okay? It was hard enough as a fan to keep the interest oh, in the second half. I was half. ready to go at halftime. Right. I'm like, this game is over. And a lot of people did leave at halftime. So if it was hard as a fan to watch your team up 30-0 to zero coming out with a whole half to play, imagine playing in a game like that where it seems like the guys aren't even trying. Right? They're giving up. Kyle Allen had did no desire to win that football game yesterday. It's like Kyle Allen didn't want to be there. He didn't. He played like Skylar Thompson, and at least Skylar Thompson was the backup. Didn't know <laughs> if he was going to play. Kyle Allen knew he was playing. Exactly. I completely agree. He was unprepared as that, well. It, it, it like it wasn't. It didn't matter if he played 
bad. It didn't matter if he played well. He was just out there to be out there. It, when it, that interception he threw to Van Ginkle, oh my is goodness, as bad as you're ever going to see. I mean, Van Ginkle <laughs> standing six yards behind the line of scrimmage, hadn't really moved from his linebacker spot. No, and Kyle Allen uh, uh, just threw it right into his chest. Yeah, that's the stuff that if you just said, "Hey, Stone, jog out there from the stands," like that. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's I can the, do that. That's the throw you'd get from me. Like, uh, oh, 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 panic, panic, uh-huh. and I you, you sail it over the right. running back on a checkdown. Right, but no, it was a starting quarterback in the NFL, and here we are talking about Jacoby Brissett being a placeholder. Right. So, so yeah, former or new Houston Texans starting quarterback Jacoby Brissett, if Lovey Smith wants anything from that franchise going Don't, into next year. Do not act like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud is I'm, not going to get scooped up with the number one pick. I feel so bad for them. So, so I bad. I feel so bad for them. Um, but uh, again, my within that Dolphins rant, I guess here's my main idea. You better, you better cinch it up the next three weeks, Dolphins fans. <laughs> like I'm telling you, if if you are going to be all mopey and all oh, bleep this after a win over a team that wasted the Dolphins' time, let's let's be abundantly clear about this. Yes, the Texans wasted the Dolphins' time yesterday. That was a scrimmage yesterday. It was thirty to <laughs> That's nothing. That's a good call. Yeah, it looked like a scrimmage. Tua had more passing yards and one and a half from a Dolphins quarterback than any Dolphins quarterback has had since 1991, okay? That's that's like middle point of Dan Marino career, okay? This was a scrimmage yesterday. And so if you're going to be mopey about, oh, we didn't score in the second half, stop, man. This was a blowout. You get up for the second half in that game, let alone someone on that field and pads against that catastrophe of a football team. So if you're going to get upset about that, you are not going to survive the next three weeks. I'm just telling you. I'm just warning you. You are not going to survive the next three weeks if you're already going to be down in the dumps over a blowout win where the Dolphins ended up by the final score not winning more than you wanted them to. It's just my warning from one Dolphins fan to others just to understand that this is going to be a rough, rocky road the next three weeks. It's also going to be a rough, rocky road if your AC goes out. Do you realize, Stone, do you realize it is November 28th, okay? December, the month of December is three days from now. December 1st, looking at the forecast, you know what the temperature is supposed to be? 88! <laughs> 88 degrees! This weekend, yesterday actually at Hard Rock Stadium was the season high for the Dolphins at home at 88 degrees. You know what my pants were yesterday sitting in the sun at Hard Rock Stadium? Soaked. And it had nothing to do with it had nothing to do with too many beers. It had nothing to do with seeing Tua's play. It had everything to do with swap. I was swappy. It was disgusting because it's almost 90 degrees and it's nearly December. It likely is going to get into the 90 degree range. In December here in South Florida, it has been ridiculous. So if your AC goes out, boy, are you in for it. And that's why you need to make sure you've got your AC working properly with EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, EDS, a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since 2006. You know already they're family-owned and operated. You know already they're servicing Palm Beach County and the surrounding areas. And you know already that they are working around you They are trying to organize appointment schedules around you and not holding you hostage like so many other AC companies do. That's EDS air conditioning. When in doubt, when you have an AC problem, just remember Ken Levicka saying EDS is yes. It rhymes. It's easy. 
EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. And you might not know that right now is the blowout sale at EDS Air Conditioning. They have all in-stock units available for a possible rebate up to $750. How can you pass that up, especially here in South Florida, where everything comes at a cost, especially your electricity, especially your air, especially your property? There is one thing right now EDS is trying to do for you, and that's save you money. They have an opportunity for you to save money while keeping your home cool when it's near 90 in December. EDS is, yes, EDS air conditioning, blowout sale, all-in-stock units right now, and you got to act fast because as soon as those units are gone, sales gone, blowout sale, get a rebate, possibly up to $750 on all-in-stock units with the EDS air conditioning blowout sale. That's EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. That's EDS. More to come, your sports thanks, and it is a dog crap Monday. The dog crap performances of the weekend. Don't worry, we're getting there. Robert Sala, again, we appreciate you, Coach Sala, for giving us the inspiration for this segment. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. What you know about that U.S. soccer team, Stone Labanowitz? I tell you, you, I tell you what, I've never been more excited for a soccer game than I am for tomorrow. And I'm not joking. I'm not just saying that. This is pretty BA stuff, honestly, that we have at stake yeah. right now. Breach, can't disagree with that. U.S. Iran, a must-win for the Americans tomorrow to get onto the knockout stage of the World Cup. Like must-win. Doesn't get any damned bigger than that. Also, I called it. I said it. I knew it would happen. U.S.-England, the most watched soccer match in U.S. TV history. A 15-3 rating, got up to a 19-2 at one point. (laughs) All for a nil-nil draw. What do you know about that? So, tomorrow is huge. The U.S. needs to win. If they don't, done deal. That's it for the World Cup for the U.S. It'll against be, Iran. It'll be really, really bad if these guys go out there and take a loss tomorrow. Uh, we are going to be broadcasting live, by the way, a special 11-1 to 1 edition of Ken Levick Alive tomorrow from the Duffy's in Del Rey, Linton and Federal. And then at the Duffy's in Del Rey, it'll be Stars and Stripes today leading into the U.S. and Iran. And again, the must win for the U.S. So uh, I think it's a good idea to take off work, take an extended lunch, come and hang with us at the Duffy's in Del Rey, and make sure you initially eat light because it is going to be a stomach-churning experience, I have a feeling. The U.S., by the way, they have had eight must-win matches all time. Final game going into the final game of a group stage to go on to the knockout stage. They are 1-7. Oh, my goodness. The only one was the famous Landon Donovan goal against Algeria in 2010. So basically a miracle. Mm-hmm. So, good times, right? Um, before we wow. have Steve on, you know what? Let's, let's take a break here. Let's take a break here. Let me, let me, get a, uh, let me tell everybody real quick um, about Brightline. Uh, we're going to have Ask Steve's at 10 after 1. 
Uh, Palm Beach County Hall of Famer Steve Policino joins us every single week here on Ken Levick Alive to show us his brain. But um, I want to talk about Willie Taggart. So I want to take a break. I want to get the proper amount of time to, to discuss this. Fired as Florida Atlantic head football coach uh, back on Saturday night. So I'll just give you a little insight from an FAU perspective. Me as the play-by-play voice of FAU, someone who worked closely with Willie Taggart. I'll, I'll try and uh, fill in some holes here and at least try and give you a little bit of a blueprint of what's next here for, uh, for Florida Atlantic. Uh, so, uh, again, Brightline. I know for sure what the blueprint of Brightline is. It's get you from West Palm to Fort Lauderdale to Miami as quickly as possible in as much comfort as possible. And uh, I also, I also, Stone, I have another question for you. What do you know about Bam Adebayo? I know a lot. Yeah, he's killing it. He is. He looks great. He's killing it right now. It was the Bam of old. It was the Bam we've been asking yeah, for. Yeah, the, 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 the Bam has arrived. The Bam has arrived. The Heat, yeah, I know, 9-11 and 11 in their first 20. But they are starting to come alive a little bit now. Pick up some wins. First road win in seven. Beating up on the Hawks last night. Who just keep taking L's. Keep taking L's from the Heat. And Bam went off with 28 points. So when the Heat come back to their arena, you're going to want to take Brightline, get down there, buzzer beater train. It's the only way. It is the only way up here to go see the Heat. I can't tell you how bad traffic was over the weekend. It was mm. a catastrophe down in Miami-Dade County and in South Broward County. Don't drive through that, guys. Like, why? Why would you do that to yourself? It doesn't make any sense. It's just going to drive you insane. Let me help you, Okay. Get the Brightline app right now or go to GoBrightline.com and next time you go to a Heat game, make sure you get the premium seating. That's the one I prefer. You don't have to, but the premium seating is what I prefer because they've got the lounge at every Brightline station. You go and you get the snacks. You get the drinks. You hang out. It's like being in one of those hotty totty um, uh, airline clubs at an airport, except this is the train. Okay, and you're going to see the heat. The, 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 the flight stuff, you're seeing your annoying in-laws. With, with this, you're going to see the heat. That's right. You love the heat. Go heat. And so... Howdy uh, toddy. A little, uh, <laughs> a little, just a, a little drink, a little snack on the train, AC, Wi-Fi, kickback, put your feet up. How can you beat that? And then heat win. You get out of, uh, of the arena. You walk the two blocks to back to Miami Central Station. You get on one of three buzzer beater trains and you go home. You can't beat it, guys. Come on, do this for you. It's impossible to drive around here. Use Brightline. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. That's Brightline. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. We'll talk a little bit about Willie Tagger. We'll also get you to ask Steve's. And then it's Dog Crap Monday as we navigate Woo! through a post-Thanksgiving Monday. He's still in the band. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Could you go ahead, Stone, and just tell me what, uh, or tell tell the masses what you told me in that break about your brother? Yeah, so my brother, who is a firefighter in Brevard County, he doesn't run, doesn't uh, do anything but work out, pump some iron. He he's uh, up. ripped up, jacked up. Yeah, he's cut up, so he signed up for a random marathon on Thursday. To uh, running it with my stepmother and ran it yesterday and ran uh, it in four hours and five minutes. Doesn't run, has never run before. What in the hell? Signed up Thursday and, and ran it in four hours and five so minutes. So your brother, who's a firefighter, so he's already he's in good shape. Great shape. 
But he signed up for a, a marathon on Thursday and ran it yesterday. Yeah. Which means there's been no training. He doesn't run. No he training. Just doesn't do cardio nope. other than, well, help the population. Right. And he ran a marathon in just over four hours. Mm-hmm. And he's still alive. <laughs> he, lit, he survived the experience. <laughs> he survived, yeah. He, he said it was about halfway through. He definitely was feeling it, but wasn't like it was tap-out mode or anything. Oh, my God. He's a weirdo. Like, it... it he, and he's a good he's a good 215, 220. He, he, he's not light. He carries weight. And this was a full marathon. Full 26. marathon. 26.2. Full marathon. Full marathon. It takes me three months to train for marathons. <laughs> and even then, I get around mile 20, 21, and I start falling apart. To get myself just under four hours. He was just over four hours and doesn't run at all. And <laughs> signed up for it on Thursday. At all. Your brother is a complete psychopath. 100%. Like a complete psychopath. I, I know that. Oh, my God. I feel so inadequate right now. The, the smiles and everything after, I'm like, this is uh, this is a little weird. Is he a masochist? Does he your... enjoy pain? Does he like? <laughs> does he say, hey, Stone, hit me over the head with a two-by-four, and he likes it? Because that would explain a lot. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, uh, short answer, I would say yes. I would. Holy <laughs> mother of God. I've never heard of anything like that before. Yeah, it is freak behavior. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. He's still on the Banowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka, uh, and we welcome you back from what we hope was a very, very pleasant Thanksgiving. Now, get back to work. Uh, let me tell you about Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach in West Palm. They're back to work. They've been back to work. They have all the post-Thanksgiving deals for you right now at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. You go to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, and we understand it's the holiday season. Pocketbook's a little tight. I get it. I understand it. Um, but... This is also a really good time to buy an automobile from Greenway Kia West Palm Beach because of the deals, because of the financing, and because of the fact there's a credit clinic on site. So if the credit is poor and you say, oh, I can't, I can't do this, there's no way they're going to laugh in my face. Some dealerships might, but pff, you think you're, you're going to go buy a car here, especially here in South Florida. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, they say, hey, sit down, let's get this figured out. We got creditors right here. Here's so-and-so, here's so-and-so. They are going to try and find someone to finance you and that automobile. Let's get it moving. Because they're always working for you at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. So easy to get to, so easy to find. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And check out that selection online before you go. Do your due diligence. Greenway Kia, westpalmbeach.com. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Let's go to Glenn in Lake Worth. We are talking the post-Thanksgiving thanks that we're giving to our favorite sports figures or sports teams because you can't do it at the Thanksgiving table on Thursday. Nothing's yeah. happened yet. Glenn, who are you giving yeah. your thanks to on this Monday? Uh, good afternoon. Thank you so much. Uh, my biggest thanks would be, I don't know who it would be to though specifically, but I'm thankful that uh, Armstead, from what I last heard, is just a pectoral strain because I don't know if you saw oh, the O line after once he was gone. Oh my God, it yeah. was terrible. So yeah. hopefully, you know, I will give thanks preemptively that he'll be there for San Francisco because the O line without him versus San Francisco would be a disaster. It was not good. Glenn, appreciate Glenn, appreciate the call. I turned my mic off. I should probably just stick to the phone. Um, I was there yesterday. I saw all of that happen in person. Uh, so Taryn Armstead, according to Ian Rappaport. It is a a pec strain. It's not a tear. It's a strain. 
but it probably means there's no way he's playing against the 49ers next week. Probably means he's not playing against the Chargers, and maybe best-case scenario is going to be he's back against the Bills. Yeah, that's not good news, but I did hear as far as that San Francisco game, and we saw it yesterday, Christian McCaffrey's pretty banged up. So is Jimmy G. So is Jimmy G. He got hit low, and he's got some knee pain. Got some knee pain, and Christian McCaffrey, I think, if he doesn't play, that's a big loss because we know the motivation that Raheem Mostart and Jeff Wilson have taken on the San Francisco team right now. So if Christian McCaffrey's not playing, I think we're live. We can totally, like I'm confident saying that, that game's going to be very, very close. If not, the Dolphins have the edge. What what Stone is referencing is there is an article that is out there, and I'm going to find it. I saw it yesterday. There's an article out there that was written by a Bay Area-based writer um, where, at least in the tease on Twitter to the story, it certainly comes off as Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson uh, propping up Tua and disparaging Jimmy G. Yep. Now, Raheem Mostert took to Twitter to try and explain, hey, I talked up Jimmy G, too, but of course you wouldn't put that in the story. That was his tweet verbatim. Um, I have not read the full story. Um, uh, we will do a little story time together here on Ken LeVick Alive. It's not going to help. It's definitely not going to help, and I'm not the biggest bulletin board guy, but the Dolphins, with this three-game stretch coming up, need all the help they can get. <laughs> and one thing that's not helping is going to be that story, and it's going to make Tua a target, and it's going to be really annoying and really dangerous uh, for, the, uh, for the Dolphins as well. So, Taron Armstead doesn't look like, at least for the next two weeks, he's a go. I don't know that for certain, but just reading what the recovery time is for a, a strained peck, and he's had this injury back earlier in his career in 2018, and he missed five weeks. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But the, when he left the game yesterday, right before halftime, Tua started getting clobbered. Yeah, they opened up the floodgates. Brandon Shell took over at left tackle, and it was, well, the Dolphins O-line a shell of its former self. Nice. It was not good at all. I mean, Tua was getting peppered. And then what was problematic is that as the Texans – keep trying to crawl into the game, it looked like Tua might have to come back in for a little bit because Skylar Thompson did absolutely nothing. And Mike McDaniel, after the game, admitted, I was being way too aggressive for an offensive line where we were shuffling guys around and trying to get our footing. That's on me. Which, great. I'm glad he took responsibility (laughs) for that. But it made me feel no better about the upcoming three games of the offensive line's going to play like that. Yeah, but it made me feel a lot better about Skylar Thompson, right? Let's put the blame on the offensive line because he looked very unprepared coming into that game as if he was not going to play or yeah. see the field. Like, like He didn't want to be out there. It's like, Skyler, bro, this was the Texans. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the worst teams that I have personally ever seen wearing an NFL logo. Of course there was a chance you are going to play yesterday, dude. He, you're right. He looked completely unprepared. But I'm not going to sit here and overanalyze a game where the Dolphins were up 30 to nothing at halftime. I'm not going to do it. Because I had a ton of Dolphins fans on Twitter yesterday annoying the all-living hell out of me. Ugh, I don't feel good after that. I didn't feel good. Oh, I've never felt worse about a blowout. Shut up. Shut up. Because now what's happening is you're expecting the Dolphins to be perfect every week because you're so scared. You don't have the guts because you're so scared about the Bills. You're so scared about the Jets hanging in. You're so scared about the Chiefs. You're so scared about what's coming up on the schedule when in reality you have an 8-3 and three football team. You were up 30 to nothing at halftime. You had one defensive score in the first half. Should have had two. Tua had one of the most creative maneuvers in the backfield to set up 
a touchdown that we've ever seen from him. The Dolphins did whatever they wanted for 30 minutes of football, so shut up. The Bills literally had Josh Allen fall into the arms of Stephon Diggs in exhaustion (laughs) after beating the freaking Lions Thursday on Thanksgiving, and I don't see Bills fans... Uh, losing belief in that team, you're going to tell me that you were up 30 to nothing and it ended 30 to 15. You're going to feel bad about that? Dolphins fans, you better start getting the guts because if you thought that was maddening yesterday, just wait until the next three weeks and uh, tell me what sort of fortitude you're going to need to survive that, okay? It was hard enough as a fan to keep the interest oh, in the second half. I was half. ready to go at halftime. Right. I'm like, this game is over. And a lot of people did leave at halftime. So if it was hard as a fan to watch your team up 30-0 to zero coming out with a whole half to play, imagine playing in a game like that where it seems like the guys aren't even trying. Right? They're giving up. Kyle Allen had did no desire to win that football game yesterday. It's like Kyle Allen didn't want to be there. He didn't. Uh, he played like Skylar Thompson, and at least Skylar Thompson was the backup. <laughs> didn't know if he was going to play. Kyle Allen knew he was playing. Exactly. I completely agree. He was unprepared as that, well. It, 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 like, it, wasn't, it didn't matter if he played bad. It didn't matter if he played well. He was just out there to be out there. It, when it, That interception he threw to Van Ginkle oh my is goodness. as bad as you're ever going to see. I mean, Van Ginkle <laughs> standing six yards behind the line of scrimmage. Hadn't really moved from his linebacker spot. No. And Kyle Allen just threw it right into his chest. Yeah, that's the stuff that if you just said, hey, Stone, jog out there from the stands, like that. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's I can the, do that. That's the throw you'd get from me. Like, uh, oh, 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 panic, panic, uh-huh. and I, you, you sail it over the right. running back on a check down. Right. But no, it was was a starting quarterback in the NFL, and here we are talking about Jacoby Brissett being a placeholder. Right. So, so yeah, former or new Houston Texans starting quarterback Jacoby Brissett, if Lovey Smith wants anything from that franchise going Don't, into next d- year. Do not act like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud is I'm, not going to get scooped up with the number one pick. I feel so bad for them. So, so I bad. I feel so bad for them. Um, but uh, again, my within that Dolphins rant, I guess here's my main idea. You better, you better cinch it up the next three weeks, Dolphins fans. <laughs> like I'm telling you, if if you are going to be all mopey and all oh, bleep this after a win over a team that wasted the Dolphins' time, let's let's be abundantly clear about this. Yes, the Texans wasted the Dolphins' time yesterday. That was a scrimmage yesterday. It was thirty to <laughs> That's nothing. That's a good call. Yeah, it looked like a scrimmage. Tua had more passing yards and one and a half from a Dolphins quarterback than any Dolphins quarterback has had since 1991, okay? That's that's like middle point of Dan Marino career, okay? This was a scrimmage yesterday. And so if you're going to be mopey about, oh, we didn't score in the second half, stop, man. This was a blowout. You get up for the second half in that game, let alone someone on that field and pads against that catastrophe of a football team. So if you're going to get upset about that, You are not going to survive the next three weeks. I'm just telling you. I'm just warning you. You are not going to survive the next three weeks if you're already going to be down in the dumps over a blowout win where the Dolphins ended up by the final score not winning more than you wanted them to. It's just my warning from one Dolphins fan to others just to understand that this is going to be a rough, rocky road the next three weeks. It's also going to be a rough, rocky road if your AC goes out. Do you realize, Stone, do you realize it is November 28th, okay? December, the month of December is three days from now. December 1st, looking at the forecast, you know what the temperature is supposed to be? 88! <laughs> 
88 degrees. This weekend, yesterday, actually, at Hard Rock Stadium was the season high for the Dolphins at home at 88 degrees. You know what my pants were yesterday sitting in the sun at Hard Rock Stadium? Soaked. And it had nothing to do with it had nothing to do with too many beers. It had nothing to do with seeing two his play. It had everything to do with swap. I was swappy. It was disgusting because it's almost 90 degrees and it's nearly December. It likely is going to get into the 90 degree range in December here in South Florida. It has been ridiculous. So if your AC goes out, Boy, are you in for it. And that's why you need to make sure you've got your AC working properly with EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, EDS, a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since 2006. You know already they're family-owned and operated. You know already they're servicing Palm Beach County and the surrounding areas. And you know already that they are working around you. They are trying to organize appointment schedules around you and not holding you hostage like so many other AC companies do. That's EDS Air Conditioning. When in doubt, when you have an AC problem, just remember Ken Levicka saying EDS is yes. It rhymes. It's easy. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. And you might not know that right now is the blowout sale at EDS Air Conditioning. They have all in-stock units available for a possible rebate up to $750. How can you pass that up, especially here in South Florida, where everything comes at a cost, especially your electricity, especially your air, especially your property? There is one thing right now EDS is trying to do for you, and that's save you money. They have an opportunity for you to save money while keeping your home cool when it's near 90 in December. EDS is, yes, EDS air conditioning, blowout sale. All in stock units right now, and you got to act fast because as soon as those units are gone, sales gone, blowout sale, get a rebate, possibly up to seven hundred and fifty dollars on all in stock units with the EDS air conditioning blowout sale. That's EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. That's EDS. More to come. Your sports thanks, and it is a dog crap Monday. The dog crap performances of the weekend. Don't worry, we're getting there. Robert Sala, again, we appreciate you, Coach Sala, for giving us the inspiration for this segment. He's Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. What do you know about that U.S. soccer team, Stone Lebanowitz? I tell, you, I tell you what, I've never been more excited for a soccer game than I am for tomorrow. And I'm not joking, I'm not just saying that. This is pretty B.A. stuff, honestly, that we have at stake yeah. right now. Breach, can't disagree with that. U.S., Iran, a must-win for the Americans tomorrow to get onto the knockout stage of the World Cup. Like, must-win. Doesn't get any damned bigger than that. Also, I called it. I said it. I knew it would happen. U.S.-England, the most watched soccer match in U.S. TV history. A 15-3 rating, got up to a 19-2 at one point. (laughs) All for a nil-nil draw. What do you know about that? So, tomorrow is huge. The U.S. needs to win. If they don't, done deal. That's it for the World Cup for the U.S. 
against Iran. It'll be really, really bad if these guys go out there and take a loss tomorrow. Uh, We are going to be broadcasting live, by the way, a special 11-to-1 edition of Ken Levick Alive tomorrow from the Duffy's in Del Rey, Linton and Federal. And then at the Duffy's in Del Rey, it'll be Stars and Stripes today leading into the U.S. and Iran. And again, the must-win for the U.S. So uh, I think it's a good idea to take off work, take an extended lunch, Come hang with us at the Duffy's in Delray, and make sure you initially eat light because it is going to be a stomach-churning experience, I have a feeling. The U.S., by the way, they have had eight must-win matches all time. Final game going into the final game of a group stage to go on to the knockout stage. They are one in seven. Oh, my goodness. The only one was the famous Landon Donovan goal against Algeria in 2010. <laughs> so basically a miracle. Mm-hmm. So good times, right? Um, before we wow. have Steve on, you know what? Let's let's take a break here. Let's take a break here. Let me let me get a uh, let me tell everybody real quick um, about Brightline. Uh, we're gonna have ask Steve's at ten after one. Uh, Palm Beach County Hall of Famer Steve Policiner joins us every single week here on Ken Levick Alive to show us his brain. But um, I want to talk about Willie Taggart. So I want to take a break. I want to get the proper amount of time to, to discuss this. Fired as Florida Atlantic head football coach uh, back on Saturday night. So I'll just give you a little insight from an FAU perspective. Me as the play-by-play voice of FAU, someone who worked closely with Willie Taggart. I'll, I'll try and uh, fill in some holes here and at least try and give you a little bit of a blueprint of what's next here for, uh, for Florida Atlantic. Uh, so, uh, again, bright line. I know for sure what the blueprint of Brightline is. It's get you from West Palm to Fort Lauderdale to Miami as quickly as possible in as much comfort as possible. And uh, I also, I also, Stone, I have another question for you. What do you know about Bam Adebayo? I know a lot. Yeah, he's killing it. He is. He looks great. He's it right now. It was the Bam of old. It was the Bam we've been asking yeah, for. Yeah, the, 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 the Bam has arrived. The Bama's arrived. The Heat, yeah, I know, 9-11 and in their first 20. But they are starting to come alive a little bit now. Pick up some wins. First road win in seven. Beating up on the Hawks last night. Who just keep taking L's. Keep taking L's from the Heat. And bam, went off with 28 points. So when the Heat come back to their arena, you're going to want to take Brightline, get down there, buzzer beater train. It's the only way. It is the only way up here to go see the Heat. I can't tell you how bad traffic was. Over the weekend, it was mm. a catastrophe down in Miami-Dade County and in South Broward County. Don't drive through that, guys. Like, why? Why would you do that to yourself? It doesn't make any sense. It's just going to drive you insane. Let me help you, okay? Get the Brightline app right now or go to GoBrightline.com, and next time you go to a heat game, Make sure you get the premium seating. That's the one I prefer. You don't have to. But the premium seating is what I prefer because they've got the lounge at every Brightline station. You go and you get the snacks. You get the drinks. You hang out. It's like being in one of those hotty-totty um, uh, airline clubs at an airport. Except this is the train. Okay? And you're going to see the heat. The, 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 the flight stuff, you're seeing your annoying in-laws. With, with this, you're going to see the heat. That's right. You love the heat. Go heat. And so, howdy, uh, howdy. Yeah, a little, uh, a little, <laughs> just a, a little drink, a little snack on the train, AC, Wi-Fi, kickback, put your feet up. How can you beat that? And then heat win. You get out of uh, of the arena. You walk the two blocks back to Miami Central Station. You get on one of three buzzer beater trains and you go home. You can't beat it, guys. Come on, do this for you. It's impossible to drive around here. 
Use Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. We'll talk a little bit about Willie Tagger. We'll also get you to ask Steve's. And then it's Dog Crap Monday as we navigate Woo! through a post Thanksgiving Monday. He's still in the bandwidth. Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. What do you know about that U.S. soccer team, Stone Lebanowitz? I tell, you, I tell you what, I've never been more excited for a soccer game than I am for tomorrow. And I'm not joking, I'm not just saying that. This is pretty B.A. stuff, honestly, that we have at stake yeah. right now. Breach, can't disagree with that. U.S., Iran, a must-win for the Americans tomorrow to get onto the knockout stage of the World Cup. Like, must-win. Doesn't get any damned bigger than that. Also, I called it. I said it. I knew it would happen. U.S., England, the most watched soccer match in U.S. TV history. A 15-3 rating got up to a 19-2 at one point. (laughs) All for a nil-nil draw. What do you know about that? So, tomorrow is huge. The U.S. needs to win. If they don't, done deal. That's it for the World Cup for the U.S. It'll against be, Iran. It'll be really, really bad if these guys go out there and take a loss tomorrow. Uh, we are going to be broadcasting live, by the way, a special 11-1 to 1 edition of Ken Levick Alive tomorrow from the Duffy's in Del Rey, Linton and Federal. And then... At the Duffy's in Del Rey, it'll be Stars and Stripes today leading into the U.S. and Iran. And again, the must win for the U.S. So uh, I think it's a good idea to take off work, take an extended lunch, come and hang with us at the Duffy's in Del Rey, and make sure you initially eat light because it is going to be a stomach-churning experience, I have a feeling. The U.S., by the way, they have had eight must-win matches all-time, final game, going into... The final game of a group stage to go on to the knockout stage. They are one in seven. Oh my goodness! The only one was the famous Landon Donovan goal against Algeria in 2010. <laughs> so basically a miracle. Mm-hmm. So good times, right? Um, before we wow. have Steve on, you know what? Let's let's take a break here. Let's take a break here. Let me let me get a uh, let me tell everybody real quick. Um, about Brightline. Uh, we're going to have Ask Steve's at 10 after 1. Uh, Palm Beach County Hall of Famer Steve Polizino joins us every single week here on Ken Levick Alive to show us his brain. But um, I want to talk about Willie Taggart. So I want to take a break. I want to get the proper amount of time to, to discuss this. Fired as Florida Atlantic head football coach uh, back on Saturday night. So I'll just give you a little insight from an FAU perspective. Me as the play-by-play voice of FAU, someone who worked closely with Willie Taggart. I'll, I'll try and uh, fill in some holes here and at least try and give you a little bit of a blueprint of what's next here for, uh, for Florida Atlantic. Uh, so, uh, again, Brightline. I know for sure what the blueprint of Brightline is. It's get you from West Palm to Fort Lauderdale to Miami as quickly as possible in as much comfort as possible. And uh, I also, I also, Stone, I have another question for you. What do you know about Bam Adebayo? I know a lot. Yeah, he's killing it. He is. He looks great. He's killing it right now. It was the Bam of old. It was the Bam we've been asking yeah, for. Yeah, the, 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 the Bam has arrived. The Bam has arrived. The Heat, yeah, I know, 9-11 and in their first 20. But they are starting to come alive a little bit now. Pick up some wins. First road win in seven 
beating up on the Hawks last night, who just keep taking L's, keep taking L's from the Heat, and bam, went off with 28 points. So when the Heat come back to their arena, you're going to want to take Brightline, get down there, buzzer beater train. It's the only way, it is the only way up here to go see the Heat. I can't tell you how bad traffic was over the weekend. It was Mm. a catastrophe down in Miami-Dade County and in South Broward County. Don't drive through that, guys. Like, Why? Why would you do that to yourself? It doesn't make any sense. It's just going to drive you insane. Let me help you, okay? Get the Brightline app right now or go to gobrightline.com, and next time you go to a heat game, Make sure you get the premium seating. That's the one I prefer. You don't have to. But the premium seating is what I prefer because they've got the lounge at every Brightline station. You go and you get the snacks. You get the drinks. You hang out. It's like being in one of those hotty-totty airline clubs at an airport, except this is the train. Okay, and you're going to see the heat. The, 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 the flight stuff, you're seeing your annoying in-laws. With, with this, you're going to see the heat. That's right. You love the heat. Go heat. And so, howdy, uh, howdy. Yeah, a little, uh, a little, <laughs> just a, a little drink, a little snack on the train, AC, Wi-Fi, kickback, put your feet up. How can you beat that? And then heat win. You get out of uh, of the arena. You walk the two blocks back to Miami Central Station. You get on one of three buzzer beater trains and you go home. You can't beat it, guys. Come on, do this for you. It's impossible to drive around here. Use Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. We'll talk a little bit about Willie Tagger. We'll also get you to ask Steve's. And then it's Dog Crap Monday as we navigate Woo! through a post-Thanksgiving Monday. He's still in the band. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.